Hey guys, welcome to the number 169 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. Today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am terribly sorry that the audio quality is bad. It is because for some reason my microphone is having some difficulties today. I've done a couple different things. It's just not working, but you know the saying around here we always get the episodes no matter what the circumstances is if there needs to be an episode published or um you know yeah out and yes we need to have one out today the wizards are going to take on the minnesota Timberwolves. we're going to preview that game but first we got to recap the wizards celtics game both of these games the wizards on the road we have a lot to break down uh, I think this will be a shorter episode, but there's still a lot to break down, so we, we need to get into this right now. But real quick before we do, I need to let you know you should subscribe, follow, share, and view. You have some big things coming up here. Despite the Wizards being eliminated, I'm going to break down at the end of the season a full season recap. Some improvements from players like Ruby Hachimura, Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, and also give great uh, draft coverage. Now, for more draft coverage, now it's on the NFL, and also for NBA coverage, uh, playoffs, for... NFL coverage, hockey coverage, baseball coverage. We've got a lot of stuff going on on chasesportsnews.com, Cool Sports Network, my other podcast, and my newsletter that I did start, chasecoburn.substack.com. I know I have two newsletter articles that I think you guys may enjoy as well. One of them about the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Rams, and one of them about a Frank Core Hall of Fame debate. So, uh, if you guys are interested in checking that out, newsletter in the description, Cool Sports Network in the description, and chasesportsnews.com also in the description. But let's get into this right now, recapping the Wizards Celtics game. And okay, the Wizards lost by 42, and let's react to the. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, but I'm not kidding about the result. They, they lost by 42 points. Yeah, yes, they, yes, they, 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 they lost by 40. Two points. 42. Did I say the number 42 yet? Just trying to clarify. 42. And there were a lot of positives in this game. The Wizards were shooting well from three. They started off hot. Like when I mean started off, I mean the first two minutes. And then they couldn't get it together. And I wasn't able to see some of this game. But one thing that Porzingis does need to work on is, is his field goal percentage. I mean, considering he's only attempting three three-pointers a game, that's only one-fifth of his shots right there. It can't be shooting five or 15 for the field. I mean, you just can't do it. So he's not making shots in the paint, which is a problem for someone that's seven foot three. Now, 17 points is good. But you really got to start shooting more efficient. KCP was our eye. He was eye. Uh, but, I mean, 90% free throws, 38.1% from the three-point line, 46.3% from the field is pretty decent. Like, that's decent right there. It's, that's almost 50-40-90, uh, um, right? Just a couple more made shots. But Celtics, <laughs> 61 and a half, 52, and 69. Like, how do you do that? It's 69%. Like, I don't understand. Jason Tatum, 22, 6-7-2-1. Great game. Jalen Brown. Goodness gracious, 32, 7, 5, and 2. And, and, and this Celtics team really dominated. The players off the bench with Derek White give, uh, have a great, uh, contribute, uh, having great, you know, games. Right for Derek White, again, 17 points. Aaron D. Smith, 11 points. Contributions, raise what I meant to say. Grant Williams, 16 points. And Prayton Pritchard, 14 points. All of these guys off the bench are stepping up. And in all, after all of this, seven players had double-digit points. And, you know, really only a handful, only eight players 
played really managed like played really reasonable minutes. Yes. Or I guess I gotta say honestly, um, uh, you know, nine. So seven out of nine players that played somewhat reasonable minutes got double digit points. I mean, it's just like the Wizards are so much to improve on. And this game, they simply got dominated. And I don't want to spoil anything about my NBA playoff predictions, but the Celtics have a lot of potential to go far. They do. This is a great basketball team. It's actually been the best basketball team in 2022, like the year starting on January 1st. And, uh, and, and they've just been really good. And they've really been working hard. And, uh, and you know, it's just an all-around all around great team. Because in a night where I say Tatum's off, right, he doesn't – Torch for a torch fifty on the Wizards every time, right? So he's off to Tatum against Wizard standards. You still have Jalen Brown putting up thirty two, and then you got Al Horford putting up ten. A really well rounded game for Mister Horford. So the Wizards still have a lot to improve on, but I did like to see the the progression in three point shooting right? and uh, just all, all around shooting, and also see uh, guys like uh, Caldwell Pope have a good game and Kispert also. Kispert really did have a good game despite being a minus 27. All right, so, yeah, we are going to react to the fantasy boys. Oh, one negative, by the way, Hachimura at zero points. I can't do that. Like, Hachimura can't have zero points. But I hope the Wizards can improve tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Before we do preview that game, we do need to recap the fantasy points. I had Jason Tatum getting 60 to 70 fantasy points. He got 49. I had Gadavius Cuddle Pope getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 25. I had Jalen Brown getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 68. And I had Kristaps Porzingis getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. He got 19. Let's go preview. Uh, for this game, starting off with the injuries, Kyle Kuzma, Vernon Carey, Bradley Beal, all still out. For the Timberwolves, Patrick Beverly is questionable, and he's a big defensive player who could really shut down Ish Smith and the guards off the bench for the Wizards. So that's a key piece if they do miss him. Jaden McDaniels is also questionable for this game, and Malik Beasley does have a slight left ankle sprain, but he is probable for this game. Probable starters for the Wizards, Tomas Sadoransky, Corey Kispert, Contavious Cutterwell Pope, Ruby Hachimura, and Chris stops Porzingis for the Minnesota Timberwolves, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Anthony Edwards, Jared Vanderbilt, and and Carl Anthony Towns. And Carl Anthony Towns. My prediction, I have the Wizards winning 108 to 107, starting off with the Coburn's catch. I think the Wizards will win because of shutting down Carl Anthony Towns. Cat is a very talented center. However, However, the Wizards uh, got some talent has has got some talented centers as well. Kristaps Porzingis and Daniel Gafford are pretty nice defensive centers to have on a team. And even if Cap plays well, Washington has proven to have depth like Porzingis, Sadoransky, Avdia, Hachimura, Kispert, and others that can step up. Washington will sweep the season series against Minnesota and pull off the upset win over the Timberwolves. Uh, spread time, I have the it's Wizards plus 12, Timberwolves minus 12, over under 238.5. I would pick the under easily. I do think this would be a lower scoring game, and I would pick the Wizards. My spread, I would have Wizards plus 5.5, Timberwolves minus 5.5, over under 215.5. I would pick the under just barely. I do have 215 points in my game, and I would pick the Wizards. Fantasy Outlook, I have Carl Anthony Towns getting 40 to 45 fantasy points, and I have that same amount for Kristaps Porzingis and Tomas Sadoransky as well. I actually think Tomas Sadoransky will have 
45 to 50 fantasy points. And I think Anthony Edwards will get 30 to 35 fantasy points. What punctuation do you get on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage an exclamation point. I think ESPN giving the Timberwolves a 78.3% chance of winning does, doesn't make sense. While Minnesota has been a good, well-rounded team this season, Washington still has talent to throw it off. This percentage should be 56-44 or 55-45 in favor of Minnesota, but not this percentage. And what I mean by that talent is when you look at matchups, right? Minnesota has played as an overall team this season. That's why they've succeeded. But I think with uh, with D'Andro Russell guarding Tomas Sadoransky, Sadoransky gets some open looks. Uh, Malik Beasley is very inconsistent, especially with an injury. Kisper can get open. Anthony Edwards isn't that good on defense. Good for Caldwell Pope. Jared Vanderbilt is just a very you know straightforward basketball player. Doesn't really do perfect anything. And Hachimura really perfects that mid-range shot. So uh, Hachimura could definitely get some advantages on, on Jared Vanderbilt. And then Carl Anthony Towns, I mentioned that, that Gafford and Porzingis are great when protecting centers so he could get a little more shut down. So he won't get shut down. He's still their best player, but they will definitely contain him. So I do think when you look at matchups, it easily favors the Wizards, even though the Timberwolves have been the much better team this season. But I do think that those matchups can really help the Wizards, and I think that is why this the Wizards will win this basketball game. Last but certainly not least, who you got? Tomas Sadoransky will be the best player on the floor tonight. Sadoransky may not be the most flashy player who gets all the highlights or scores a lot, but he does do so many things to help his team. His 0.10 rebound, 13 assist stat line a couple of games ago describes his overall value. With D'Angelo Russell's inconsistent defense, Sadoransky will get open looks on offense. Sadoransky will also be the who ya got player of the game with a stat line that looks like Yes, I do the goo-up. Double-digit points, 12 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds. A triple-double with one steal, one block, and 56% field goal shooting. You know, I know it might see, not seem like the player that I always put as, you know, the who you got, right? And so maybe Porzingis, maybe Cat, maybe Anthony Edwards. But Tomas Sadoransky will be the best player. The best player in the game isn't who puts up the best stats. It's who has the best impact. Who helps their team win, or at least if they don't win, who was the best player, right? Who's making the biggest impact on this game? And I think Tomas Sadoransky will make that impact. I think he'll be the best player on the floor today. He might not have the best stat, or he might not have the most points, or shoot the most shots, but he's going to be the most valuable player in this game, and the best player in this game. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, and view, check out newsletter, podcast, other podcast, website, this podcast, more episodes, those are in the description. Hope you guys did enjoy. And of course, as always, I will see you next time. Enjoy the game tonight. And of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace. We out.